When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Smith, the 3-2 pitch, swing and a high yes. fly ball. Center field coming in is Rojas. He's calling. He has got it. Yeah. Lorenzen leaps into the arms of Real Muto. And the Phillies pile out of the dugout. In front of the mound, they celebrate a no-hitter tonight by Michael Lorenzen in his second start as a Philly. And for the first time since that start, we get, hey. to, we get to watch that guy again today. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio, obviously on the call for that with Scott Fransky. He'll be on the call tonight. Phillies and the Nats. The Scott Fransky call and brought to you Scott. by Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Scott, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Seems like a long time ago that happened. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> forever. But you know what, Scott? You know what I'm excited about? Because in the well, last two weeks, We've gotten to talk to you on a positive note, not so much since Joe's been back, but still. We get to talk to you on a positive note. In the, in the last game, looked like the offense is starting to come alive. And Bryce Harper, yeah. do you see the same thing? Well, I, I thought it was encouraging. I mean, obviously, they, every offense is going to have tough stretches. Uh, they were real good at the beginning of the homestand for a long stretch. Obviously, they, as we talked about last week, they were facing you know, sub, you know, subpar pitching. Uh, and they knew that it would be different when Minnesota came to town, and it was. Um, you know, uh, Lopez and Gray, and uh, then facing Kikuchi the other night, he was really, really good. Um, but I thought it was really important to come out and, and put something together against Gosman, and they did that. That was great. It was good to see. It was, and Scott, they got the win because the offense, in spite of Aaron Noll not pitching great, and it, it was not awful, but it was similar to what we saw, saw a lot this year. And, Scott, now we're at the point now with this team as we start to look forward to October. It's not a lock, and, and certainly they have a lot of work to do, but they've given themselves a little cushion, so our minds started to wonder, you know, what would an October rotation look like, a wild-card series rotation? Scott Lorenzen has pitched great. He'll go tonight. Zach Wheeler obviously headlines the rotation, and they have other interesting options like Ranger Suarez. Scott, do you think right now, if this, if a wild-card series started tomorrow, Aaron Nola would get a start? Yeah, I do. If it, if it happened right now, he would. Um, I, I still think that he would. But, again, I you know, I, we're a long way from the end. I mean, I, yes, I agree with you. I, th- I think you start thinking about those things, and I think you start planning for those kinds of things. Um, it's There's by no stretch in the bag, but I think they're, they're thinking along those lines. Um, but, yeah, I still think they would err uh, with Aaron for a lot of different reasons. Um, one is there's there's trust in him. Uh, I mean, Rob Thompson and those guys, they have a lot of trust in Aaron, and, and Rob's a guy who believes in his players. You know what I mean? He he believes in his players more than he believes in a, in a scheme, and he knows that if he could, you know, now it may not be a dominant seven-inning performance, but it also may not have to be uh, in a wild-card series because, you, you, you know, you get through a couple times through the order, and maybe you go to somebody else, you know, maybe – Rangers picking up piggybacking on somebody or Walker is, um, you know, something like that. Um, I, you know, I, I, but I still think they, they trust Nola and that's why he would get a start. 
Well, and on top of that, Scott, and I agree with you on this, and I, I would keep him in a playoff rotation. You know, I, I, I've i been trying to think what could be their best 12 pitchers, and the, and the way I thought of it is, you know, Lorenzen and Ranger, they have flexibility. They, they could go yeah. to the bullpen. If Nola's not starting, I, I don't know what kind of role he would serve for them. Yeah, I don't think you would have him do anything other than start. I mean, if he doesn't start, he's not on the roster, in my mind, um, because that's who he is. That's who he's always been. And the other guys you mentioned, whether it's Ranger or whether it's Lorenzen uh, or, you know, even to some extent Walker, I think you could probably make the case that there's other things they can do. Um, but Nola is the one guy I don't think they would change at this point. I think he's going to start a game. Now, again, it may not be maybe two times through the order, maybe more, but um, if he's pitching well, but I, I just think he's a starter. Let's go back to that that no hitter that that Michael Lorenzen hit. And I, I got to tell you, Scott, I I you know full disclosure, I didn't know it was no hit until until the, the game was over. So. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. It was you, you mentioned that. Yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. But, we got to get you up. To speed. Yeah, I got to get up to speed, man. But but <laughs> talk to me about what was it about him that made Topper trust him in that moment? Because you know you worry about pitchers getting hurt and things like that. So what was it? Do you think that he saw in him that that gave him that kind of you know trust? put that trust in him to go, go as long as he did. Well, I mean, I think, um, I think he, obviously he's, you know, he doesn't know Michael. He's, he's not been around him, but for a couple of starts, but Caleb Cotham does. And I think he, you know, I mean, it was the reaction that he got through after seven innings, you know, it was like, you know, I mean, obviously he wants to give the player a chance to do something like that. Um, but it goes against his, his, his nature in terms of, of extending him beyond those limits uh, by that much. So, but I think it's partly the response he gets, you know, are you good? Are you strong? Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm strong. And I think that's, you know, when a pitcher, when, when a pitcher makes you believe that, and again, um, there are pitchers there that don't, you know, there are, there, there are the guys there that'll be like, ah, yeah, I'm okay. You know, they'll say they're okay, but that's mm-hmm. the way they say it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think that he, you know, and I, I do think he was, there was a limit there um, that he was going to reach. And I think it was probably, you know, Rob's told me a few times, that was the last batter. That was it. So if he didn't get him, he was coming out. So, We're talking to Scott Fransky here. Yeah, and it was amazing the way he finished that thing off. And a lot of pitches, but but I think the built-in extra time certainly probably played into the decision as well. Scott Fransky with us here as Lorenzen will go tonight. Scott, we've seen some outstanding defensive players with this franchise over the years. I mean, JT in recent years, obviously J-Roll, Victorino won some gold gloves. You know, way back in the day it was rolling, it was Schmidt. I know it's, it's, it's a very small sample, but when you watch Johan Rojas, Scott, in center field, he just makes it seem so effortless he just glides to the baseball I'm not saying he's in that class already but it feels like he is a a special defensive player in center field yeah I would agree I uh, the thing that always strikes me is that a ball leaves the bat and you're thinking gapper right and you know sometimes you you're you're fooled you're wrong from where we sit you know ball tails one way or the other tails away from a player tails back into the you know field or whatnot these kinds of things um, I, I just don't feel like Rojas has, <laughs> I mean, I, it just, he just makes it look too easy, right? You look up and he's like, Oh, he's already there. Like, how is he getting these jumps? How is he, how is he already in position 
um, before your eyes can even adjust to the flight of the ball. It's really been something to watch. And I, you know, we, we were having this discussion, Murph and Stock and I were kind of talking about, um, you know, well, what, what happened, you know, Pache is on the way back and Marsh is on the way back. And, you know, like, how do you, and I, I just think of, you know, kind of like you were talking about with a playoff roster, how do you view Johan Rojas? And I, I think you have to, you have to take into account that he has right now two things that are elite, his speed, and his defense, and maybe he doesn't hit, you know, again, he's, he's only been here for a few weeks and maybe he'll get exposed and maybe he won't hit and he's not uh, going to be a huge, but, but man, in a playoff game with those two skill sets, those two elite skill sets, his speed and his defense, I don't think he has to be on your roster in some, you know, in some way, shape, or form. He may not start, but I think he's got to be one of your bench guys. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Dave Roberts for the Red Sox in 04 changed baseball history with those those skill yeah, sets. Yeah, right. Scott, let's end with this. Um, Monday, the Giants come in here. They're not playing very well right now, but they are just a couple games behind the Phillies in the wild card standings. Do you anticipate the Phillies treating those games importantly and the reason being home field advantage in that first run could be between the Giants and the and the Phillies there for who gets it in the, in the wild card series do you think they'll treat those games as important games or just as is what you know what a bunch of games to go before we get to October uh I think I, I mean I I think they will all say that every game's important and it is uh you get you get down to it and how often nowadays is it one game is the difference, right? So every game's important. Um, but I think home field over those guys is really important. Now, again, you, you're way behind the eight ball in terms of the tiebreaker and all that because you, you, you got swept out there, right? So, you, you, you know, you need to take all three of them, and that's hard to do. So I do think in the, uh, at the outset they think about just a game and winning a series. But I do think it's important. I mean, I think it's, it's really important to uh, – because they just haven't played well there for years, right? Like a decade they haven't played well in San Francisco. Whatever reason. Um, so I do think they need um, – and I think they want to host it just in general. They want to host. They, if they're going to end up the wild card, they want to host this time. and Because uh, they know what the crowd means. They know what home field means and, and all that. So, uh, yeah, I do think it's important to them. Um, is it more important than every other game? Eh. Does he manage differently than every other game? I don't know about that, but uh, I, I do think there's some importance on it. Yeah, they'll have some big game feel to it, and, and hopefully uh, it'll lead to a first-round Red October here in Philadelphia. Scott, we always appreciate you hopping on, and we'll be listening tonight down in D.C. Thank you. Sounds good, guys. Take care. You there